It's no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29 year olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. Should I swipe right? Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. So welcome to the Swipe Wrong Podcast. I am your host. I'm Chaos. I'm, uh, I'm that guy. I get to be that guy. Maybe I'm saying that too much. I don't ever want to be that guy. But for this instance, it's just fun to say. Welcome to the number one podcast amongst women who go to hockey games who wish, who wish all they got was two minutes for hooking. That's that's what they wish. Uh, welcome, 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 welcome. Hopefully you're you're kind of enjoying the uh, the different episodes right now. We're doing uh, catching up with some with some folks who we talked to about a year ago. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, send it out to your friends, rate us, let us know how we're doing. Shoot me a text, give me a call. 317-426-6616 if you have a story that you want us to put on uh, put on the show or you just want to tell your story. Like I, I hate to make it sound like, hey, you have this crazy date that you need to tell everybody about. Um, you know, the important thing about telling that story really comes back to you want to make sure that other people who may have had the same experience don't think that they're alone. That's what this whole thing started off. That's how this that's how that's the crux of all of this is that people just thought they were attracting the crazy um and uh some of them are some can some do some some you know maybe but it's not the case entirely like it is there is there is everyone's going through the same journey and we're all just trying to figure it out together so uh but let me know you send us an email swipe swipe wrong pod at gmail.com uh just to let us know uh what's out there some some folks are starting to write their stories and tell us your stories that way Got a couple through Facebook Messenger too. Just trying to figure out the best way to deliver those. Anyway, we're continuing this. We're getting going. Um, this was, I don't know, I think it was like episode, maybe it was episode 14. Uh, we started to get into the polygamists, the the two, the two uh awesome, awesome women who uh were a part of the polygamist. The, the thing that I think was unique about this one is this is I think the first instance where I heard. Uh, a couple of women were dating the same guy and there ended up being four, I think, total that we're seeing this guy uh, that they didn't know about. And they kind of found out from each other and then they became besties like they were each other. Now, now there is literally a text group amongst them uh, to to where uh, they're still dating. So when they when they reach out and say, hey, what do you think of this guy? What do you think is going on here? Which I think everybody should have that support staff one way or another. I know that I do. Uh, I'm a part of a couple. Um, and, uh, uh, I think it's, I think it's great. I think everybody should. So, uh, for that, for all that, I guess that's being said, uh, let's continue to move on and, uh, catch up with, uh, one of the young ladies who was a part of, uh, of the polygamist episodes. 
Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. So you know how intense it was. Actually, last time, the funny thing was, I think it was you, me, and your dog, if I remember right. Yeah. And you know what? My dog is here. He's like, she's home. And <laughs> so he's he's trying. You hear squeaking in the background. You hear me saying like, no, no, it's uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. That's how it went last time. If it goes, if he just makes an appearance, he makes an appearance. You know how yeah. formal I am. I'm so formal. <laughs> so formal here. So formal. We're going straight. So. Let's just do this. Um, so you were the second polygamist episode. I think I, I even forget what I called it, to be honest with you, but I know it was that. And so I think we're about a year into this show. So we're checking in on people. We're making sure, hey, still alive, haven't thrown stuff at the wall or haven't stopped dating or anything. So I just want to check in. One, you're alive, it looks like. Healthy, wonderful, yeah. still beautiful, still looking amazing. Thank How's you. it been going? It's going. It's been going really well, I would say. Things have definitely gone upward since the polygamist um, experience. I hope so. And, I hope so. Yeah. If we were down and, from there, we would have had to hug it out. You know, it can't get much worse, right? right? But honestly, that experience brought me so many great new friends. And so I'm so sure. grateful for them. They've served as a great network and just kind of think tank. I even just before this call was on a call um, with one of my friends from that connection and you know, getting her opinion on something on a man that I've gone on a few dates with. Really? And she's helping me navigate, you know, like the response and what I should, what I should be thinking about and what I should be, you know, saying. And so that's been, that's fun. It's fun. And, you know, ever since the, since we checked in last, I have still been dating. I, I did, I think I talked about this where I had the intentional dating period set in my yeah. phone. Yeah, where I did some of that, and yeah. um, I had a whole mantrix kind of process mm -hmm. worked out where I really um, went all in, and and I treated it with some real effort because I think I mentioned this before too. I feel that you get out of dating what you put in, and so sure. if I want somebody to show up for me that's going to communicate and make time and put in the effort, their willingness needs to be greater than they're wanting to, right? And right. I'm looking for that. And so I would say I've been more successful with meeting people that are kind of on that wavelength. Um, and it's much easier now to identify those that the connection isn't there or that maybe we have misaligned really? interests or values. So it's been a lot of fun. I did use this summer to intentionally date and, um, I'll be winding down in a little bit if I don't, you know, connect with somebody that that I like. What does um, intentionally date look like? I mean, what's different than that than, I don't know, just letting your freak flag fly or whatever. I don't know what other alternative there is. Yeah. No, intentionally dating, I'm referring <laughs> to online dating, basically, for, for me, right. the intentional dating. Right. And if you meet somebody in the wild, you know, let's say at the gym or at the grocery store, um, that's okay. I will continue to push myself outside of my comfort zone as far yeah. as approaching someone or, you know, introducing myself or just talking to people. Um, 
I've done some traveling solo in the last few months. And so all of that stuff I want to continue. And so that's still on the table. But when I mean intentional, intentional dating, I'm talking about using the apps and just being really aware of burnout. So it, when you put so much effort into something like this, when you're actively swiping on profiles, responding to messages, that really does take from your energy tank and your sources of energy. And so for me, I like to have a period of time where I know I'm going to put that effort in and then I'm going to take a pause, focus on some other goals and things. And that time's kind of coming to an end. So what I've been doing is on the apps, I set time aside every day to open the apps because they all are based on algorithms and activity. I think we've talked about that before where Bumble will know, you know, once you open the app, they'll kind of send you reminders or they'll give you a ping. Hey, we see that you're out there searching. Um, So they try to hook you back in to keep you active on the apps. And I want that right now. I want to be showing up in the searches of other people. So I'll make time for that every day. I'll also make time for any conversations that I might've started with someone. And so I'll be intentional to respond. I make sure to compliment someone's profile. I'll make sure to then follow it up with some great questions to try to get to know someone enough to determine whether or not I want to meet that person offline. Gotcha. So that's cool. Cause like, I think there's been a lot of aha, like when you and I talked the first time, I'd never heard of the Matrix before. I mean, it was pretty much kind of, you know, a uh, hybrid of something that you turned into your baby, uh, if I remember correctly. And Mm -hmm. now, you know, we're talking intentional dating, but then you've even taken it to how you're documenting everything, which I think is pretty fucking cool. You've got me just sitting there going, what's what's she up to now what's happening now it's okay let's see the follow-up and i'm just sitting back and i've got my popcorn and shit i'm like well that sounded like that went pretty good yeah so let me tell you about that a little bit so Mm -hmm. this was probably last spring i was at work and a friend of mine suggested it to me she said maggie the way you talk about your dates when you come to this group chat and you share with us the updates it's she said, I live for that. (laughs) She's like, I love listening to it. She said, the way you share information, you really should think about starting a podcast. And I said, well, I don't have time for all of that, but what I could do and what I think I am pretty, um, I I, I enjoy, I I don't even want to say I'm good at, but I do enjoy creating content on social media. And so I do that for my other line of work. Um, and so they suggested it. And I, so I threw it around and this is actually funny, Chris, I, I created the handle and I didn't keep it private. At first it was public and it had my picture on it. Okay. At first. Sure. Yeah. And I had just matched with a guy. Well, he must have done some stalking on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) And he found it and I got a text. This is before we even met up for a date. And he said, So what's first date update? LOL. (laughs) And I thought, oh well, shit you know, um, I probably need to explain this because that could maybe look a little, I love this. So I I actually abandoned it for a little bit. I was like, Oh my God, I'm busted. People are going to think I'm talking about them and putting their profile up there. Kind of like, you know, one of those Facebook groups that everyone's talking about where the men are in and, you know, it's Mm -hmm. nothing, nothing, nothing at all like that. And so I took some time to kind of reflect on that and I thought, well, how can I do this in a way that protects my, my, you know, 
individuality and my person, you know, who I am as a person and also protects the people that I am dating because it's not my intent to put anybody out there on blast. So what I did is I created a logo. I made it private. I'm in control of who has access to it. So if it's somebody that I maybe have dated in the past and I don't want them to see who I'm dating right now, I'm not going to let them in. That's fair. So, um, so that's, so I started this page and And then what I do is when I have a date set up, I will go to the first date update live feed and I will do a pre-date update where I share, you know, what I'm wearing, any, anything that's just kind of on my mind. I connect with the audience and just talk about stuff that we all think about pre-date. We'll talk about our playlists. I might share where I'm going that night. Um, I'll, I'll give general information about the individual, but I will never share their name. I never put pictures of anybody. I don't give personal information out because it's not about that. It's more about this is the dating experience of what a 40 something woman with kids goes through post-divorce and, you know, let's all figure this out together kind of thing. So I do the the pre-date update. Then I go on the date and I have in the past done some updates while on the date in the bathroom. I did do that once. Ah, I I think I did see one of those. I forgot about that. Yep. There was, I was like, oh, it's going pretty well. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then afterwards I will record a first date update where I share my grade. (laughs) Basically I'll say, I'll give this one five stars or I give this one a B minus or this one, you know, and I'll explain why I'll talk about all of the things, not just what the person looked like or, you know, physical stuff. It's, it's, you know, any red flags that I may have picked up on. I'll tell you just one real quick one. This one's funny. Yeah, please do. On a date, like, this is an example. I was on a date and this man was telling me about a woman that he went, you know, he he's like, oh yeah, I'm divorced. And mind you, he's like 50. Okay. He's like, I'm divorced. I have a daughter. She's 18. And I love, you know, rock climbing. Um, he's like, you know, I have this friend. I, you know, I'm gonna hang out with next weekend. Um, she's 22, you know, and we kind of go rock climbing together. And she's just my buddy. And you know, we're gonna go see a concert together. She, and I'm listening to him talk to me about his buddy who's 22, and you know, is not, you know, not dating anyone. And she's single, and you know, they're just good friends. I'm like, it's kind of a red flag. Right. So I'll share stuff like that on my first date update. And I'll just say, weigh in here, ladies. If that was something someone shared with you, is that a red flag? Yes or no? (laughs) Like, so we'll talk about some of that stuff. And um, and then what I do then is I take those live videos, I download them to my phone and I put them together in a reel. And I'll add stickers and emojis and polls, and I have them in a collection on my page of all of the first dates that I've gone on. And I have quite a few right now, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you have. Look, they're very cute. The The reels are very cute with the emojis and stuff in there. They're like a, some animation will pop up and it makes me laugh. I'm going to go back to um, when the guy found out that you were first date update. How did you feel? Did, were you like, oh shit, I don't want this dude to think I'm putting him on blast or anything like yeah. that? Is that how you felt? Yeah. Absolutely. The reason, the reason I ask, and I don't mean to interrupt, it's because I, when I've matched with people in the past and they've seen that I do this show, they think I am just trying to match up with them to put them on blast on, mm-hmm. on the show. And they, they, like a couple of people have legit said, 
hey, um, I think something's up and uh, I don't want to talk to you. And I've been like, oh, shit. So when you said that, I was like, oh, I know where this is going. Oh, shit. And yeah. damn, I was like, holy cow. It, um, it definitely is. I, I can see from your perspective how that's a challenge, too. And I've talked to my other friend um, who who also has a podcast, kind of similar, you know, sharing stories. Sure. and. And again, I think it's the the thirsty podcast, right? Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, I've listened to it. I like it. Yeah, she does a good job. She does a great job. But again, Mm -hmm. I love that everything is anonymous. I love that the intent is never to publicly shame or call out individual people. Mm -hmm. And so I I really when when I first had that message from that gentleman, I thought shoot, like I it's not like oh no, I'm busted. It's more of I don't want him to think that I'm just doing this for content, you know, or for a good story, because my intention behind it really is to help me make, you know, to really put myself out there to meet more people. And by doing it this way, you know, it takes the pressure off a little bit. You know, I, I feel, I feel like, well, if all else fails, I'll end up with a good story. And you probably can relate to that a little bit, right? hundred percent. And, and, um, we started talking before we started recording, which I want to get back to the, uh, fact that you look at things a little bit differently now by doing this, right? Yeah. How's that work? I mean, what do you like, what do you mean? I think in the past I would enter each situation with the goal or the hope that it's going to turn into a lasting relationship. And I would start to almost imagine myself dating that person. What would it be like if this was my boyfriend or if this person met my kids or if we, you know, how would we, I mean, I wouldn't really go, you know, I don't know if marriage is necessary necessarily something I'm looking for at this point in my life, but I would go there in my, in my brain. And I would think, you know, long-term and now I've reframed it. And I enter these experiences with, let's just focus on this experience. Let's take it for just this. You know, it is one dinner. It is one coffee. It is one workout, one rock climb, whatever it might be. That's it. That's all I need to focus on. And then I get to sit back and I get to really ask myself, how did it feel being with this person? Did we connect? Did we have a connection? Do I want to see this person again? Those are my questions that I ask myself now. And I kind of just do that live with my online community. So I've always said, no, I shouldn't say always, always since I've been doing the show, at least experiences over expectations. And that mm-hmm. sounds like where you've gone from. You've gone from maybe maybe not an expectation of marrying this person, but a visualization of seeing it, which sometimes that can manifest itself in, into expectation, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just But then you're like, okay, forget that. Let's step back. And now you're just going to go, all right, experience. And then you assess the experience too, which sounds like it is so, my opinion, you can tell me to go fuck myself because I'm getting that a lot today anyway. That just sounds so much healthier too and happier. Yes. It's, I think it's much healthier and I can even share an example. Um, I think before when I was doing this, I led with such emotion and I got so wrapped up in, Oh, but my feelings for this person, I just know that if he was feeling it too, it'd be so great. He'd be so perfect. If only, if only, you know, and now I I try to kind of step back. I don't want to say that I'm callous or not emotional. I still have very an emotion. I'm a very emotional person and being, but I'll kind of table that a little step back and look at the whole picture and say, okay, 
yes, I love being around this person. Yes, we have a lot of fun in the moment. Yes, this is date three that we have been, we're finishing here. But let's look at how the communication's been over the last you know few weeks. Let's look right. at how many times he's canceled plans and wants to reschedule. Let's look at all those things because right. what are those things telling me? Let's take out of it that emotional body for just a second and really look at some of those bigger picture, you know, things that are important. I love that because the question I was going to ask you is not that if you've like, you already answered it pretty much. It's not that you're not emotional about anything, maybe desensitized about some of the things. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I feel a little bit like, like, I think if like, all right. So I, when we first talked, you know, you mentioned coming out of a divorce at one point, wondering if you still had it anymore, like going through the evolution of then to now, like how much growth do you think you've had from then to now personal growth? Gosh, it's been incredible. The amount of, yeah. growth. it yeah. really has. Um, I'm not even close to being the same person. I actually had this conversation today with a girlfriend of mine. Um, I, I think that I, when I first started dating after divorce, I got so wrapped up in wanting people to like me, you know, mm-hmm. and I believed deep, like I really believed that, for example, if somebody was intimate with me, that meant they really liked me, yeah. you know, sure. and I, I just didn't understand how the app world worked. I didn't understand that people use them as a means to an end and their end wasn't the same as mine, you know? And so I think, like I've said, I think the process of kind of going through some of that heartbreak and that hurt has really shown me that, you know, there's a lot of growth that can happen. Going slow really is the key and being clear on my own values and boundaries and expectations from the get-go will help eliminate a lot of that, you know, attach, like I always, I call it artificial attachment, like getting some, like getting attached to somebody way too soon when it's not really a real connection. You know, I, I did that so much in my first year of dating and yeah. that won't happen ever again. That's why I have a lot of first dates, but not a lot of second, <laughs> second dates, you know? Um, I love the artificial attachment line. I think that's a really good perspective. I think uh, out of out of what you said, I think one thing that gets lost in in what you're saying is is boundaries. I think everyone gets lost and I want to be a nice person, but they forget about setting their own boundaries. Like they they're not letting somebody off the hook because, you know, they're just being nice and they don't want to let them down. They want to hurt their feelings and they want to keep talking to them, but they they don't honor themselves first. They're almost honoring the other person. The boundaries, I think, is as important as anything, but I love that. Yeah. Your do you do second date updates? I do. I include them in okay. you know, on the page and right. I'll just title it. I'll say second date update. And again, and, but I'll call it, you know, date number seven, because from the beginning of the the page, I'm numbering each date as they're happening, but date number eight might actually be a third date update, you know, gotcha. gotcha. and I could come up with names. Like I could call them all Carl or something, you know, with nah, this, Carl. Sure. but, but no, again, it's not about that person. And I actually, one night I was recording a pre, uh, pre-date update and I did say his name and my girlfriend text messaged me right away. And I don't have a huge following. So it was okay. She messaged me and she said, you said his name. So I immediately went, took it down and re-recorded yeah. it, you know, without the, yeah. any identifying information. 
That's good. That's always good. So you also made mention that you're not having any problems getting these first dates. So I mean, like uh, enjoying the apps and enjoying the dates, getting a whole bunch of new restaurants figured out too in the process. Yeah, I mean, well, except I can't eat anything because I'm training. Oh, you're training. That's right. Competition. But here's the other great thing about this, Chris, is that I am going on some really fun dates, things that aren't food focused or drink focused, which that's twofold, not drinking, not, you know, being able to drink, or if you're somebody that doesn't drink because for whatever reason, you know, there are, there's a handful of people out there that aren't down with that. They want to be able to. And that's okay. I'm, you know, I'm not judging anyone for their choice because I have my own personal choices, but this is kind of where boundaries and expectations come into play too. If I'm going to match with somebody and I share that up front, I say, well, you know, I can't eat, I can't drink. Here's why. And, you know, if you'd still like to get together, let's plan something active. And I'm always happy to make suggestions. I don't expect the person that I'm matching with to just accommodate me. There has to be 50, 50. And, um, I've had people, say, well, you know, I don't know what we're going to do. And they get really kind of put off by it, you know, and I immediately unmatch. I immediately say, well, that's not going to, going to go anywhere because, you know, obvious reasons. So yeah, it's fun to kind of come up with different dates. Yeah. That's kind of cool because like, especially we're in the Midwest, we're in different areas of the Midwest, but we're in the Midwest. And I feel like there is so like, everybody has to have their alcohol or they can't have a good time. It is like the exception, not the rule to find somebody who, no, I don't, I can go out tonight and not drink. I mean, like I rarely drink just for whatever reason. I just, I stopped years ago. I just mm-hmm. never seen the benefit of it, I guess. I got a big personality. I don't need liquid courage. Yeah. Um, so I would rather do what you're doing. Like you have some I don't know exactly where it's at. Uh, Mike told me about some miniature golf place that sounds fucking spectacular that I'm like, dude, I'm coming up in three weeks. We're going like that sounds like the coolest date on the planet. Yeah. Although Mike and I aren't dating. I just want everybody to know that. <laughs> Your boyfriend, <laughs> <No>. Mike. <laughs> yeah, but my brother, Mike, my I mean, not just just, you know, yeah. he's just he and doesn't okay. do it for me. He's just he doesn't have the eyes. That's all. I know, it's okay. but that place looks amazing. So I'm just like, oh, dude, we got to check that place out. So, but there's so many like stuff like that where you're getting all these cool new experiences. And here's the other thing about that: I was at the gym the other night, and I have a friend that I train with sometimes, and he's he's not um, single, he's not in the dating world, but he has an opinion. And so I was sharing with him, and he said, "Well, why are you even doing this right now when you're so restricted?" Like, you know, he didn't get it. He said isn't that kind of annoying for the guys that you're dating? And I said, well, no, it really helps me kind of figure out pretty quickly who might be a great match for me because this is a part of my life and it's who I am. And I'm looking for somebody that's going to support me. And he said, yeah, but you know, going on a date, first date, like you really, you know, alcohol kind of helps relax you a little bit. It helps your true personality come out. And I said, I actually look at it in the complete opposite way. Yes. I feel that when I am not drinking alcohol, I'm able to be my true self without any sort of, you know, altercation to my personality. And I think people can see the real me without that. And I get to see the the other person a little bit more clearly too. So, and I don't require anybody that I'm dating to not drink if I'm with them, but I find that 90% of the people that I've dated this summer will match me with that. And they'll say, Oh, that's cool. You know, I'll do this with you too. You know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. 
I think so, I'd like to know that they don't need to do it. Like whether they can or they can I'd like to know, Hey, if we're going to go hang out, I'd like to know that you, you know, tonight you're not going to do it because, and still have a good time and enjoy yourself. Your life doesn't revolve on I'm going to this bar or this bar. It's going to revolve. I'd like to go rock climbing or I'd like to be yeah. active in these areas. Like these are the things that are important to me, not the, you know, uh, how many growlers I can put back tonight. Yeah. And it's a lot more cost effective, right? Yeah, I'm, I had a guy the other night say, man, you're a cheap date. And I was like, yeah. I'm sure I am. I can't eat anything. I can't drink. I think I had a green tea, you know, so I have no problem letting him pick up the tab because I know that I'm not costing him anything. And, you know, another date I had, we went, we went to the gym and we worked out and then we grabbed an iced coffee, an iced coffee. And to me, that's something that I would do on a typical Saturday. So yeah. I experience those things with someone, you know, the things that I would do normally, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Like I, like our first conversation, I loved it because of the man tricks and just where your thought process was. I love this tenfold more. Like, this is so cool. Like <laughs> the feedback you're getting, it has to be spectacular. From the men? From anybody who's watching your videos, just the oh. people who watch your videos and, and they just got to be good. Yes, I and this is uh, this is the thing. I'm I'm all about the relationships and the quality of the relationships that have been added to my life because of this, right? Like there's a lot of things that I do for work and it all comes back to relationships. And so having this page and this community of women, it's a very specific community of people that really are following and engaging with me on it. And uh, they've become friends with me. You know, they will they will yeah. private message me mm -hmm. before my date, after my date. We'll cheer each other on. We check in on each other. And it's just been so cool. Now I feel like they've actually translated into real relationships. They're not just fake. Um, I actually posted something the other night to a couple of the ladies. And I said, you know, Labor Day weekend's coming up. I don't have any plans. Maybe we could all do a meetup, you know? And that to me... That's what it's all about. I'm going to yeah. connect with other people that are in a similar phase of life, you know, and experiencing something very similar with men and putting ourselves out there and trying to find a connection. And um, it, it just feels really good to have that support because that's what gives you the confidence then to go out there. And when rejection happens, for example, it's okay. You know, yeah. it doesn't sting as much, no. you know? No, not at all. So. You know, you know, something else is coming around the corner. You know, that's just part of the part of the experience, to be honest. It's a numbers I think, game. Yeah, I think I think it's funny. I think we have kind of me doing this show, you doing your own show. I mean, it really is. It's your own show. We have a lot of parallels. Like uh, there's definitely been like just take us, for instance. We met because you told me a situation. But now I feel like. You know, there's plenty of times we could just, hey, how you doing? I'm good. All right. Have a good, you know, like you all of a sudden become more than just what the, the interaction is. And that's what's happening to you and those people. And those people are identifying and you're helping and you're, you're, they're going, wow, you know, this is great. You know, you're a voice, like I can help, like do these things as well. I do those and they just identify. It's, a, it's a really cool feeling. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I really, really enjoying it. And I think that the point that you're that you're making me think of in that and i'm sorry there's a dog sorry. walking no. by the so let me <laughs> he's got to make an appearance take a sip of whatever you're drinking we have a pause here in the show <laughs> <laughs> um i think the thing that i just thought of mm, sorry 
Let's just give it a second here. <laughs> You're just fine. He's doing, I can't even really hear. The life of the Great Pyrenees is like, you guys, in case anybody was wondering. The, the um, beauty is the Zoom has a lot of uh, noise cancellation filters. So what you can hear, we great. can barely hear. So you're Okay, good. that's great. Um, I was going to say, you know, in that on that vein of confidence and just connection and community, it's really helped me kind of grow as an individual person too. And I think of it as kind of like legs under a table, you know, where I have all of these things going and I have the confidence now to kind of go out there, put myself out there because I have the support of these other people in my life. I'm growing my friendship circle. I'm really focused on my business because in a way, my first date update page is kind of helping me with that too. Um, kind of like what we were talking about a little bit before with like what I, what I do for a living and mm-hmm. um, helping people through coaching and that kind of thing. So I, I'm developing all of these other areas of my life simultaneously while working on dating. And so when that rejection happens or when somebody says you're not for me, or I, I say that, you know, someone else isn't for me, that all stings, but it's kind of like one of those legs cracking a little bit, but you have all the other ones there still yeah. holding the table up. That's it's good. not all going to fall like a house of cards. You yeah. know what I mean? Six months ago, you feel like it might have fallen like a house of cards. Oh my gosh. Someone yeah. would have gone boo and I would have gone. Oh. Yeah. And I would just fallen right over because I was so broken after divorce. I was so sure. like I said before I was so hungry to be liked and to have validation. Sure. And I just really, and I knew in my soul, like I'm a good person. I know somebody yeah. will love me. And, you know, I think I just went out there and just assumed it would happen just like that. And then, you know, it didn't. And I remember getting ghosted pretty much by what the first guy that I kind of dated and just experiencing such rejection and it hurt so bad. And I didn't realize at the time that when somebody does that, something like that to you, it has everything to do with that person and not you. But I took it so personally. I thought, what is wrong with me? You know? I mean, everything you're saying saying has come such a fucking long way. I love everything that you're saying. I mean, we said it on a, I don't know if this is going to air before or after what you and me and everyone else did the other day, but you know, I talked about it on then like it, anything that goes wrong, if you fix internally, it'll come out externally. Like it's all here. Once you get it inside and, you know, you feel good about things, that's what you will attract. You will attract those good things. Yeah. You don't feel as good. Then all of a sudden more madness happens. It seems like, so it's, Absolutely. it's always, always outside. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I know you're a busy girl, so I'll let you, I'll let you roll, but We've said it 15 times. Is it just on Insta or is it on YouTube too? I, I forget. It's on Instagram right now. I mean, I, you know, it's a side, side, side thing that I have going on. So sure. if one, you know, I'm sure I will put more time and effort into growing it. Um, and I'd love to grow it. I'd love to explore what else can happen with this page, but it's called first date update. It is on Instagram. It is a private account without my photo. <laughs> and um, <laughs> But I, I am a, I'm very, I'm a fast responder and I will, you know, let people in. I'm not trying to keep people out. I'm just, there's a specific group of people I'm trying to keep out. Sure. Sure. Um, But yeah, it's fun. Check it out. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for being along for the ride of Swipe the Swipe Wrong podcast. Remember, everyday people telling everyday stories of the Swipe Right world. Uh, the show is uh, produced by Jay Pelham. He is the host of Pelham Place. Uh, so make sure to check that out. Also, I am uh, Chaos, the host of Chaotic Commentary. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, tell a friend about the pod. Uh, and uh, if you have uh, something that you want to share, please, please, we want to hear from everybody and get everybody's stories as much as we possibly can. Uh, email us at swipewrongpod at gmail.com. Uh, give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know if it's okay to call you back. 317-426-6616. Thanks for being along for the ride. And next week, uh, the saga continues.